Today on CityCast Chicago, stop, take a moment, and look at the butterflies. Right now, endangered monarchs are migrating south to Mexico, and many are coming across Chicago. That's why we're revisiting our conversation from last year with Pilsen's Claudia Galino Sanchez, whose home garden serves as a sanctuary and a resting point for these little pollinators. It's Wednesday, September 13th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is what Chicago's talking about. I'm out here on 19th and Walcott in Pilsen with Claudia Galino Sanchez outside of our home. Uh, Claudia, I'm so excited to be out here. We are talking about the monarch butterflies. Can you describe your home to CityCast listeners? Well, our house is a butterfly sanctuary right now. We are we are having navy plants for hosting the butterflies to come and lay the eggs to our house or garden. We are just trying to help the environment and also of course pollinators are going to help us as humans humans and, and pollinators we are all connected mm-hmm. because the vegetables we eat depend on the pollinators mm-hmm. and we depend on the vegetables we eat we gotta take care of those pollinators to keep for them to keep pollinated our, our vegetables <laughs> the food we eat Claudia, before you became a local celebrity, I've read about you on CBS. When we pulled up National Geographic was outside of your home taking pictures. But before that, where did this idea originally come from? And how long have you been doing it? I've been planting navy plants for the butterflies and for the pollinators in our house for about five years. And one day, um, our daughter, Claudita, she went to the garden and she found a caterpillar. So she was screaming, she was crying. She, she begged us to bring the caterpillar inside because mm-hmm. she didn't want the storm to, to come and the caterpillar was going to be outside. So we took the caterpillar inside and in a few days we saw a very beautiful butterfly. It was a black butterfly with blue. So it was a very beautiful butterfly. It was a very beautiful surprise mm-hmm. to us because we didn't know that the caterpillar was going to become a butterfly. Oh. So since that day, we decided to also plant not just for the monarch, but also for other, for the other pollinators, including the black swallowtail butterfly. Was gardening something you took part in before five years ago when you started this particular initiative? I just love plants. And um, my father used to love plants. I miss all the plants that I used to see and all the butterflies when I was a child. Uh, So when I was a child, we used to play all around and there was so many butterflies. And so a few years when I went back to Mexico, there is no more butterflies. There is no more frogs. Uh, there is very few, very few species uh, of other animals that I used to see when I w- was a girl in, in Mexico. I'm from Puebla. There are not anymore. How important was that not only to your childhood, but to the culture of Mexico? Like, how important is the monarch butterfly? Yes, the monarch butterfly represents the migration of people, people who migrate to, from Mexico to the U.S., the only difference is that butterflies are free. They are free to, to migrate to, to Mexico and from Mexico to the U.S. But humans, we are not free. 
humans, we are not free to, to travel, to migrate from one country to another one. And when I see the migration of butterflies, it uh, makes me very happy because I see myself traveling to Mexico on the butterflies. Monarch is a very, very... It's a, it's a magical creature. I always call it a magical creature because it is so tiny, super uh, beautiful, vulnerable, but flies so many miles to go south, right? So this is amazing when you see this tiny, tiny creature that is able to migrate from a very, very long distance to, to get to Mexico. When did you come to the U.S. and did you come straight to Chicago? Yes, I came to the U.S. About 20, 20 something years ago, about. Mm -hmm. Yes, I have siblings already living here in Chicago. That's why I came to Chicago. <laughs> Since I, I got here, I was feeling lonely. I was, it was so difficult because living your country is not easy. So coming to another different country is coming to another different world with another language. I didn't speak English when I came here. You know what? There is something very very um, interesting. When I, when I came here, I was feeling, I didn't really feel part of the community. I felt that I didn't have a community. I felt like I was in a, in a different country. Well, I felt that no, nobody was. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, sorry. it's okay. Take your time. And I felt that this, this country, it, some people are not very welcoming. Con with immigrant people. I'm sorry. What's what's so emotional about this for you right now? You know what? When I came to this country, I didn't really feel I didn't really feel part of this country. They make you feel that you are not like a human, like you don't have any value. So with this project, it's making me feel that, that, that I found my passion. I found the, the project that is making me feel that I can make a difference, that I can, I can do something about my community, my society, my children, the other children. There is a lot, a lot of good things that people can do. Do you think the garden in particular, did that specifically make you feel more connected to yes. the community? Yes, the garden, because people are coming, they are, they, are, they are helping me. The neighbor next door, she just told me that she had uh, her daughter, she's 15, she's, um, she had an assignment and I think she grew about butterflies. And so this project, I, I think is, changing people's life. The garden is helping the, the butterflies, but also the garden is helping bringing people together. I would love to go down into the garden to see some of the native plants you got down here. I noticed the sunflower because it's so tall, sticking right over your front gate. But what are some of the other native plants that you have down here? Some of the other navy plants we have is this milkweed. This milkweed, this is a, a milkweed that's called rose milkweed and also swamp milkweed. This milkweed 
attracts the butterflies because the butterflies, they come, they lay the eggs on the milkweed. When the egg hatch, the caterpillars are going to eat this plant. Uh, what are some of the other things that you have in the garden? This plant has very, very tiny, tiny flowers. It's a yellow flowers. This plant is super, super important because the, the butterflies, they got to feed on this nectar. The navy plants that bloom on the fall, they are very important because those are the nutritious. They are going to feed the butterflies to be able to have enough energy to fly to south. What does the butterfly provide to the environment outside of just its aesthetic beauty, which I think it's often the focus around butterflies because they look good. That's why we like them. But how do they serve the ecosystem? The butterflies after the, the bees, they are the most important pollinators mm. because all of them are connected. If we have more more plants that attract that are good for the pollinators, the birds, are going to have more more food. They're going to have more caterpillars to feed their babies. We are connected with the the different species. To make sure humans survive, we gotta make sure other species or flora and fauna, they survive too, because we are the same. We depend on each other. When I look at your space, your garden, I mean, it's so much beautiful color. And I could see someone like my mom or my friends who own a home doing this, but I live on the fourth floor of a 10-story apartment. What could I do to participate to make sure that I'm helping create sustainable ecosystems for butterflies, for other uh, insects and pollinators? What could I do in my apartment complex? First of all, we gotta, we gotta ask for most green spaces in our neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. We gotta make sure we have more green spaces. And also, you uh, you can get involved with the community gardens. We gotta promote the idea of having more navy plants gardens. There is a lot of empty spaces that we gotta keep working and ask and ask people to give us the opportunity to go and involve the community and keep planting more navy plants for the pollinators. The places where we can maximize yes. the opportunity, wherever there's a sidewalk or vacant lot that could be a community garden, working with our local schools, our local businesses, even if it's just adding, you know, certain plants, certain yeah. native plants Parks. outside. Parks. Parks. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you have to do like season over season to prepare your garden or is it pretty self-sustainable? Like, you know, the winter comes, wipes this out and it all sort of replenishes itself. That's a good thing about navy plants, because if you have navy plants, they if they are perennial, they are perennials, the navy plants come year after year and after year and they are coming bigger and mm -hmm. stronger. So th this, for example, is another another milkweed. They used to be tiny and look. Oh wow, that is just it's, standing it's up on its own, with no anchor. Yes. Now that I know the difference between navy and non-navy plants, of course, we gotta focus on the navy plants because they're they are more more easy to survive. Yeah. What does it feel like to be on this side of it now, being someone who the work you do literally gives butterflies the strength to make it back to Mexico? What does it feel like to be on like this side of the process? 
I'm feeling super happy and super blessed because I feel that we all can help. We all can help, even though if you have a tiny space, if you don't have a space, if you live in an apartment, you could also help. The hope that this project gave you in the city and your community members, has this project renewed your hope that we can save these species? We got to keep planting more trees. We got to keep planting more navy plants. And, and that's exactly why, because we don't have a lot of trees. We don't have a lot of navy plants for the pollinators. We got to keep working. Mm -hmm. We got to keep working. This is going to be a better future for our children. That's a better future for the whole society. Especially, we got to focus on the neighborhoods of color people. There is a lot of green spaces available in the other neighborhoods, but like Little Village, Back of the Yards, Pilsen, we don't have a lot of green spaces. Yes, we can save the species. We can really do it, but we gotta be together. Claudia, thank you so much for inviting us into your home, walking us through the process, showing us your garden. Uh, it's really meant a lot. Thank you for coming to CityCast Chicago. Thank you so much for coming. And everybody's welcome to come and see our garden, how everything works. Claudia will be giving away native plants this weekend at Morton Arboretum. You can also celebrate Monarch Butterflies at the Festival de la Monarca in East Chicago, Indiana on Saturday. For more information, check the show notes. And some good news. Two Chicago festivals are celebrating over 20 years this weekend. The Inglewood Jazz Festival's 24th anniversary runs Thursday through Saturday at Hamilton Park. And the 21st annual Ravenswood Art Walk stretches from Irving Park north to Lawrence along Ravenswood Saturday and Sunday. For more Chicago news and events like How Much Your Alder Person Makes and this weekend's Mexican Independence Day Parade, check out our daily newsletter, Hey Chicago, at chicago.citycast.fm. As always, we appreciate you for listening. Tomorrow, we got part two of the CityCast Chicago Alphabet Dating Game with Simone Alisea versus Sydney Madden. And like I said last week, it's getting a little weird. We'll talk to you then. Peace. This over here are the caterpillars. Oh, I can see some like right on the, the leaves underneath, like oh, right they're here. So they're so little. Oh, they're so little. I didn't realize they were that little. Mm-hmm.